0: Gentlemen, those in between and unaffiliated, number two hundred, mm. of sorry, movie discussions and movie commentaries, uh, lumping those both together. Let's 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 be technical here, uh, make, making sure that you know it's not our like two hundredth <laughs> actual like produced yeah, podcast podcast. Thank you, um, with all the speakeasies and our old scene by scenes and whatnot, and then is number 200 for our channel oh
1: man
2: yeah it is pretty crazy to uh, have arrived here yeah 200 movie reviews or i guess including some tv stuff or actually a lot of tv stuff i think about it
0: yeah motion uh motion video or motion picture or <laughs> moving moving pictures as i wanted to call the podcast originally
2: Oh, yes. I forgot about that. Wow.
0: Okay. Sorry. I was still going to be novice leaders, but novice leaders go to the, or look at moving pictures.
2: Yeah. Go see moving pictures. I think it was. (laughs)
0: There we go. Yeah. Just because that way it didn't separate from television shows, um, or movies, but then we also, but then we ran into the snag of, oh, I guess we're doing books. (laughs) Those don't have moving pictures.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And of course, no one noticed, no to this because I never put the, uh, the episode number in the, the titles themselves but although if you if you are curious you can go and look in like if you're uh whatever audio listener you're you're using if you can do an edit tag you can see whatever number it is and yeah this is 200 so this, this is a big one 200 is a big barrier to cross and since we did uh back on episode 100 i let isaac pick whatever movie he wanted to pick and he picked the iron giant i guess this time you're doing a little bit of a follow-up Another uh, another animated movie from our from our youth.
0: Yeah, no, both are youths. Uh, Also, just to butt in, uh, technically, the only numbered stuff he does do uh, is the Godzilla stuff.
2: Oh, yes. I included in the yeah, the descriptions. And I guess technically I do number the bonus episodes for whatever reason.
0: That is true. Yeah, no, that that is true. I forgot about that, even though they're sometimes out of order.
2: Yeah, that was the mistake I made. It's because they're never in order. I don't know why I numbered them.
0: (laughs) I honestly just leave it. It's a running gag. Like it, at this point it's just a joke.
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's an
0: Easter egg or whatever you want to call it. But yes, back to this. So, uh, yeah. So about good grief. Um, I don't even know how long ago this was. This was, I got to look at discord for this hmm. because I think you came to me. Oh golly.
2: Yeah, it was a while ago. I think it was sometime in January.
0: Yeah, sometime in January. Yeah, I ha- actually, I think I had the answer. I gave you an answer, or I replied to you, you know, fairly quickly. But you, you gave you basically uh, gave me the heads up of that. Yeah, we're number two hundreds happened. I'm like, holy smokes, I forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> and I kind of like panicked. I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna. I have no idea what we're gonna do. I, uh, I got nothing. And so I thought about it. I thought about it. I thought about it. And I. Then realized, okay, it, it hit me one morning. I was like, I know exactly what we're going to do. And not only that, I'll, I'll have uh, I have news to say for all those ladies and gentlemen, those in between, an affiliate listening to us. I have numbers 300, 400, and 500 picked out as well. So, oh my we're, gosh. We're good for the next, <laughs> like, I don't know, like we did our 100 number, 100 in like 21. This is 23. So, like, I don't know, number 500 should be, good grief, like 2027 20, maybe? I don't know, I don't have no idea.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm currently scrolling back through the feed to find out what date we did that first one.
0: And to be fair, I haven't been on all of them. That's mostly thanks to Sean and Eric. They've uh, yeah. they've certainly made that like go by quicker, so I, it's really them who I should also be thanking and not just me, because <laughs> I've been slacking, if it, as it were.
2: Yeah, and I've sadly been on all of them. I've been hoping that one one of these days you'll grab the mic and do something with with someone else. But
0: trust me, I'm it's it's been in my mind. I haven't I've I've not like forgotten about that idea, but <laughs> um but this movie, yeah, sorry, this the movie we're here to talk about today.
2: Yep. Yeah, The Prince of Egypt. Yeah, tell us why you picked this one.
0: So, I was yeah, I was thinking okay, confession, I haven't actually listened to our Iron Giant. Commentaries ever oh wow uh because i actually think i did a terrible job with it i think it's actually the equivalent of our star wars commentaries at least four or five and six commentaries where i just gush over the film and don't actually like criticize it or be analytical or, or like talk about it in like a critical standpoint uh, i think it's just me being g- gushing and being like oh come on how come you not how come you don't like this So I've kind of been a little bit embarrassed and kind of have a little bit of an old shame of like I wish I could have done a little better on this. So yeah, I don't look fondly on those ones. Uh, Maybe I will go back and listen to the Iron Giant, but I just ah, I'm just yeah. I just I don't know. It just seems petty that I I just you guys are going to hear me gush about something. (laughs) No, that's all I do in Avatar. But anyways, that's that's another here or there. So. No, this is not any. I'm not um, briefing everybody and getting everybody ready to say like, "Oh, I just like the Prince." No, I love this movie. <laughs> we're talking about like, why wouldn't I like numbers? Uh, okay, I already forgot. I wrote them down. Don't don't worry, I wrote them all down. But like, yeah, all all like all the the next three like in the in the hundreds. Like, I think I like all three of them. I don't remember what they all were, but. Suffice to say, I'm not going to choose a movie I don't like because if I was going to do that, that'd be like in between. But (laughs) these ones are, at least for me, I should get you to do some one at some point. Um, These for me are, yeah, like films that kind of hold a special place in my heart. And you're surprised, like, oh, how come the Miyazaki films don't count? That'll be a retrospective at some point. We're not going to, we're not going to, that's not going to happen till like after 500 or something like that. So, but Prince of Egypt. Okay, so raised Protestant Nazarene, my relationship with with the faith is complicated, uh, as you probably all like listened, especially that like video we did two years ago about like faith and whatnot, and we basically just announcing it. It's complicated. That's all I'm going to say. It's 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 complicated. There's stuff I like about uh, the faith, and there's stuff I don't like about the faith. Uh, I'll just be brief. It's uh, it's just very complicated, and and. I won't go into that here. Just note that it is a comedy. Yeah. This is a film that I think every maybe I don't I don't know about every Protestant. That's that's me being general, but like, I know a lot of Christian parents will show this to their Christian kids as like either brainwashing or like here's a movie <laughs> about see that's where it gets problematic with me. I shouldn't have said that. I should not have said that. Um <laughs> but it's where you know, the the parent thinks, oh, it's the retelling of Moses in Exodus, mm. sort of, even though the movie, well, we'll see what happens when it opens up, but <laughs> uh, this is a film that like, you know, it's like, oh, we finally have like a Christian representation on screen or something like that, even though there's, you know, Ten Commandments and I guess that Sodom and Gomorrah movie and Passion of the Christ and Godspell and uh, Jesus Christ. Super- Actually, I don't know about that one. Um And plenty of other Last Temptation of Christ and I guess other films. So it's, I don't don't know. I just, maybe this is one that like it's animated. So the uh, stigma of, oh, animation's only for kids uh, definitely uh, goes into parents' minds of like, oh, we'll just show this to our kids and it'll be fine. As a kid, yeah, I had that of like, why are we watching this? Because they would show me, like my parents would put this on. Like not every other week, but like every time like we they were in church, like a, a special church event on like a Sunday night, they would stick us in the nursery or in a, like another room. Yeah. And they'd stick this on. And I'm not saying I rolled my eyes at the film, but it was more like I knew what this like I, I'd already seen the film multiple times. And it's not like I didn't like it, but I didn't get it. And then as an adult, as as a like, you know, mid mid twenties, now getting closer to late twenties, adult. I see this movie for what it actually is a piece of art, like an actual piece of art that I think the Christian media is doing a disservice to by marking it as it's for kids. I mean, it's for, I think kids should watch this film, but I think you can actually go into this film with a critical mind. That being said, your, your, your history with this film, sir, please. Please.
2: I'm going to wait till we start the movie just for uh, is, time
1: it's, <laughs>
0: for time. Yeah. You're, I think you got the point there. Yeah, you you're, you got a point. So please, uh, if you have this as a copy in your possession, by however means, <laughs> and if this were a Christian podcast, would be the Lord is listening and he will know if you are w- watching this legally or illegally. <laughs> um, just, you know, get, get to the old timestamp zero and get it to timestamp zero and please press play right now.
2: Yeah. I'm seeing the, the first trigger point of negativity in my childhood. I'll say, oops, My sounds on how professional. Yeah. I also grew up watching this, this film a lot. My parents would play it quite often. But when it came to DreamWorks Pictures, especially their animated films... Oops. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, as a kid, I was always skeptical. And I'll explain as we, we get past this little little scroll here. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about this little opening they put here? I, I guess they maybe felt like they needed to put this.
0: It It's funny how... Um... Some companies now, some video game companies, mainly Ubisoft, put this in front of their Assassin's Creed um, oh. games where they were like this, this uh, work of art is based uh, is like made with like multi-ethnic creed and mm-hmm. gendered persons and does not reflect everything or whatever. It's just basically to, I guess, push away from any controversy. I don't push away, but like. Uh. stem any controversy of like oh you're you're dealing with heavy subject matter and make offend people it's like this is a work of art where it's an adaptation literally what this film is <laughs> um they're, they're i think it's okay to do an adaptation for pit i don't think because nothing is sacred i mean okay well to some people this like this story is sacred <laughs> i mean what it's based off of
2: yeah yeah but back to my little well, I guess I, I will say I I really do like this this opening song. I think this is fantastic. I think the animation really pops here. So definitely some positive uh, notes for me there. Uh, do you want to make any comments before I continue?
0: <laughs> I will. I'll let you continue first. I have thoughts about this.
2: Sure. Um. So just in terms of DreamWorks animation, as a as a youngster, I was highly skeptical. Um. Most of the films that were animated that I saw with the DreamWorks logo in, them, in front of them, I did not like. Um, except for Shrek, I did like the first Shrek. But even then, I still somehow thought it was a lesser thing compared to Disney stuff. But ants, hated ants. I'll admit I did not really like this movie as a kid. Um, Road to El Dorado, I was not a huge fan. Um, spirit especially I was just like okay okay and then when we get to flushed away and that later stuff I mean I just I never had much faith in this studio for animation growing up yeah faith <laughs> um, but if there's one thing I did always return to with this movie and did like about it was the feeling like the overall visual landscape of the animation even though I wouldn't have thought this as a kid in these terms was always a like a touch above it felt like around the time that this movie came out we were reaching like the peak of cell animation in terms of just how great everything looked and so i even though i didn't really like the movie even though i found the movie um disturbing in a lot of ways i always loved how it looked and i always loved the music and so i, w- I would watch it honestly in the background i would be playing video games or something on my game boy and i would just have the movie playing there but I was never a huge fan. And admittedly, it might have been worse because of my parents kind of pushing it on me. You know, that that may have been an influence of feeling like, eh. Because I also grew up in a very religious home. And I was, not, uh, I was not a fan of that. And so there were things that my parents had pushed on me that I would reject outright just because I was like, I don't want to be a part of their religion. So... <laughs> So maybe that's a lot to, to drop at the front, but especially over this great song, a lot of this stuff is just awesome, but, uh, but take it away from me.
0: <laughs> so pardon me if I start like navel gazing and going up my rear, uh, it's maybe not, the, I'm, I'm probably getting a little, uh, yeah, I'm going to get like a little full of myself, take it away (laughs) and uh yeah this is going to be very subjective but from when animation was first conceived in the late 1800s or Mm. maybe early 20th century to the end of the 20th century Mm. uh there have been many leaps and boundaries of like this entire like genre itself um and you know we'll, like that's that's our whole point in this entire like in our podcast may one of that but just is two really big like fans of animation and that it's not yep. for kids it's a, it's a medium and it's an art form it's a legit art form and this film i think gets the treatment of it's a kids film and i don't think it is it's mm. or it's just not for kids but this opening oh again i'm sorry i'm gonna get hyperbolic i'm gonna get really like animated here
2: wow sorry i need to interrupt you that's yeah. just say it i don't care it's stunning shot yep absolutely stunning. the cgi integration is some of the best i've ever seen it's just incredible
0: please feel free to like interrupt me <laughs> for for that reason because there's a lot of cgi in this film
2: yeah but i think it works um and you know me i'm the first to complain but it is off the charts incredible the way that yeah. they blend the two it's just crazy Even that shot there, you would never tell that that was CGI plants in the background, but my eye. Yep. It's just, it's, yeah, it's so well done.
0: Oh, and some of the background art in this film, holy crap. Like when it's not CGI, holy crap. Yeah. Like it's, it's, okay. So early Disney films are like, you can skip them from the story. They're pure art. Like they honestly are Mm. just like pure art, and you want to see more of that. This is, I think, also going back to early disney first off another thing with with this is that it's 98 uh it's one year before iron giant which is funny um okay. it pre- it proceeds um or not proceeds it, it it no is it proceeds proceeds shrek no it's uh um, yeah yeah it proceeds shrek okay like they hadn't gone to like we want to make fun of disney this is like Katzenberg and Spielberg and whoever else it was, the like guys who made DreamWorks. This is them trying to make like stand against Disney. Mm. And I think this was actually sub- like an idea thrown at Disney once to be like, hey, would you guys make this? After Hunchback of Notre Dame, that ain't happening.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was actually Jeffrey Katzenberg. He was trying to push for it. And they rejected it. And, and when Katzenberg and Spielberg hitched up, Spielberg actually suggested it. So it's like perfect for, for Katzenberg since he wanted to do this for like almost a decade or something like that.
0: There you go. And yet he still didn't give um, what's his name? Something in Clements, the, uh, the ability to do treasure planet, but whatever that's, that's a story for another day. <laughs> another day. Um, but as the, as deliver us is ending, oh, I get wow. tears every time. Like it ends. I'm trying to avoid it. Cause it's, it's too emotional. I also think that Prince of Egypt should happen after this cuz it's okay. So there are two films I think that do blend both where art, sound, visuals, so that's the same thing, <laughs> uh music, voices, whatever, like every medium of art itself they, they blend itself together. They, they all come together and they synergize and they make something like perfect. I think this opening has that. Mm. And I think the Lion King opening of circle of life has that.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Where they are like, you can criticize the rest of the films, like bo- both films for like not being great. But I think the openings to that are like perfection. Like that's, Maybe I'm over exaggerating, but I I mean it of like everything just comes together and works.
2: Man, I just want to comment on that that chariot scene we, we just saw. Again, the the way that they texture the CGI chariots that they're riding. Oh, it just blends so well with the cell-drawn animation. I it's it always breaks my heart when I see cell-drawn animated films from around this period. Because I could see such an amazing future going forward with the CGI. How much more kind of uh, smoothness to the motion that we would have gotten had they not just transitioned to full CGI films. Like, it's such a shame, like this brief little glimpse at what it could have been, and then we just lost it. It's uh...
1: In
0: in a way, that's a good reason why I guess I picked this as well without realizing it in that because we have Iron Giant, he's fully CGI, Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: yet they took the time to make a computer program to like make him look like he's not CGI. And it really worked in that film. And this as well, something about it, like they took the time to like integrate both. perfectly. Mm-hmm.
1: Like it's,
0: it's astounding. Like maybe there's some shots that could be a little shoddy, but for the most part, this still holds up to this day.
2: Yeah. This nose, for example, is a little bit off. <laughs> something about it just didn't quite blend quite right but for the most part
0: and it's almost like it's a set piece to showcase like kind of get people maybe used to like what we're gonna see when it comes to like the plagues later on
2: oh mm-hmm.
0: but maybe don't don't, don't again par- pardon me i'm being a little bit hyperbolic but here's the question we're, t- we're talking about the visuals does the story hold up
2: that's where the trouble comes in for me um okay Yeah, uh, I will admit that um, I love the film, The Ten Commandments. Um, There's something about that that really captures me, pulls me in. Something about this one doesn't, and I don't know exactly what it is. There's an element of this movie that feels more distinctly like an an agenda-driven religious film. And what's weird is I don't think it was. (laughs) I don't think it was an agenda-driven religious film. But something about it just feels like that. And that I find a little bit off-putting. I'll admit um, knowing that this story is, is based on, you know, in its way of falsehood that the Israelites were not held in mass slavery in Egypt. Um, that I'm, I'm fine with that story being like a myth, that that's all, you know, it's okay. But they do portray the Egyptians as... Rather hideous here, and that I find a little bit uncomfortable. In the fact that, you know, in some ways it's per- portraying it as historical fact, but it, it it isn't really, and that makes me a little uncomfortable. And I, I don't know, maybe, maybe I shouldn't hold it against this movie, but it does make me just a little bit uncomfortable. That's
0: fair. Maybe it's me looking at it again, rewatching it. I was like, I looked at it more from a fantasy perspective. Mm. and not because this is you could say this is like a fairy tale uh a tale that like israelites could tell their 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 children like back in the day Mm -hmm. um maybe israel the israelites crossed egypt or something like that i have no idea i'm not saying they were enslaved to the egyptians but like well (laughs) it's denying history from a Christian perspective but uh, I I saw this is more as in theatrical sense. I get what you mean though with like because this is the first thing you like you immediately uh, compare this to the Ten Commandments. Yes, uh, and yeah. yeah, I Ten Ten Commandments is probably better because it's longer, <laughs> and it and it certainly like develops, goes down different directions than this one, and has a lot more characters as well.
2: Yeah, character wise, I feel like it's much stronger. Um, but the music element of this movie adds a whole new layer that I think is really excellent and a lot of the songs kind of capture that element of the story really well, like that Deliver Us opening I think was just an incredible start to this movie everything, like you said, was just firing in all cylinders this, this shot, by the way, here is really fantastic I love that the top and the bottom are so black and transitioning is such a huge image with those those statues there, I think that's just great too
0: there's like, again, this is a film where you should consider it as like a piece of art. Like there's, yeah. I can't like you, you actually said the same thing where you're like, you're not feeling this movie similar to like iron giant or just like, there's something that I, that doesn't connect me to it. And, uh, at least in <laughs> this one, you certainly have a better explanation, a more reasonable one where you're like, this can be taken in the wrong way from a group of people. Um, I'm trying to divorce it from uh, it being, you know, looked at from a religious or faith-based standpoint. I think that's hard. But I think if you <laughs> yes, do you think if you separate that, it is still a good film?
2: Um, it could very well be. Um, I'm not saying it's a bad film. I'm just saying that I don't personally like when I watched it earlier today. I found my mind wandering. Once we get past this opening. And we see uh, Moses move off into the desert to find his new tribe. I just sort of not really being engaged. And especially once we started seeing his interactions with God and all that stuff, I just started being just off-put for reasons that I'll explain when we get to it.
0: <laughs> of course, yes.
2: Um, but I think this this whole opening section before he leaves, I think is all really well done. I, I, I'm quite engaged. And I'll say, because uh, you've not ever gone back to that Iron Giant discussion, I don't think I was negative on it. I think I just wasn't. Uh, I was like, I need to watch this again. I really like it, but I I feel like I need to spend more time with it. This movie, I'm not in that that same boat. I definitely like Iron Giant a lot more than this. <laughs> I also should admit that like,
0: uh, wait, say again, sorry. I, I missed that.
2: Oh, no, I like Iron Giant a lot more than this.
0: Really? Interesting. Okay. Um one, with, with uh, w- regards to what I said about like Star Wars, original Star Wars trilogy, and then like uh, Iron Giant, that's me with rose-tinted glasses and nostalgia talking. That's that's so toxic. I shouldn't be doing that. So I'm really trying hard here to like, there's, no- there's a nostalgia I have to this, but also like as an adult, I appreciate this so very much.
2: <laughs> and how have you been thinking about this opening? Like, uh, I don't know if it's been like 10, 15 minutes so far. Well, there's.
0: I'll uh, see. I'll bring this up later. I'm not gonna. I, I, not, I'll answer your question, but I there's 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 a looming there's a looming adaptation I have to talk about hmm. um, in this uh, with, with with this because I can't help but not think about it. Um, again, I guess you could compare this to like a. This is the wrong way of putting it, but like, you know, the standard right now it's the '90s. Uh, And there's these animated films that Disney's always putting out and they've been getting, you know, they got in the, in the the 80, in the early nineties, they were like getting pretty good. And then they reached their critical point by Lion King. And then Hunchback came out and was a little bit controversial because it was talking about the Catholic church. (laughs) And then Pocahontas came out and that's talking about the indigenous, uh, of East America and, uh, with the, with the pilgrims coming in there and that got messy. Um, so, and we, and we have like, you know, the, the Disney formula to be very Broadway-esque uh, to, mm. you know, have songs. And so this also has like that. So thinking of this as like a, I guess a Disney film, is it a stronger, does it stand alongside some of the other Disney films of the, its renaissance?
2: Yeah, that's, what's interesting. Cause in some ways they did kind of poach from that era. Of course Katzenberg you know and then uh, the the songwriter for this is it Steven Schwartz Steven Schwartz yeah I can't remember exactly which ones he did but I know they hun back
0: and poke honest
2: yeah so so poaching some of the Disney talent and maybe trying to say we can do what you what you're doing but we can do it more sophisticated is a sense that I get was the goal with this movie and then reaching to a religious audience that's almost a guaranteed hit you're just going to get those folks lining up to support the film. So, so was, business-wise, I think this was an extremely clever move on Katzenberg and Spielberg's part putting this out when they did.
0: Yeah, it is just that like religious aspect, right?
2: Yeah, and but bringing in someone like uh Steven Schwartz through the songs, that's also a I mean, he's a very, very talented, and prolific songwriter. And he delivers some really impactful stuff mm-hmm so so it was i just thinking about the business element of putting this out when they did because by 98 the biblical epics i mean those had had shot through the floor a long time ago and they really major motion pictures were not really aiming to have a religious bent so so in that way it's it is a little bit of an oddity but it makes total sense when you think about it in terms of this is the early days of their studio And then wanted to make something that's going to have really big, broad appeal, bringing in a lot of audiences.
0: Yeah, and actually have, like, make it seem art, artful. And again, I love this. I, 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 dang it. But I, I do highly, uh, uh, I, I do like this animation, uh, and this art style as well. I think it also separates itself from the Disney style. Yeah. Um, it, it seems fluid. I, I don't know why. And it seems very clean as well. I, I can't even say it's too clean, but I think it just, oh, it looks like so good. And again, I can't elaborate on that more. <laughs> I apologize. It does. But just something about it seems like pleasing to look at.
2: But if there's one thing I did not like about this movie as a kid, and I feel the same now, is I feel like this film and The Road to El Dorado have very similar face models and I find the faces just in some way just strangely off-putting and I don't know why that is but I felt it as a kid and coming back to it I feel the same um, I'm not saying that they look bad I just something about them just looks a little bit odd to me huh I, I can't quite place it
0: do you think it's the art style itself or just like not like not really feeling it because I don't have that I actually Love the fact that, you know, if you remember when we did Strange Animation uh, with uh, Fantastic Planet, you were praising the fact that all the background characters in that, at least all the human uh, or or not Trell, um, whatever the humans were called in that, uh, they all like the, the way they like just switched like a bunch of faces around or like added something or took something away, made all the background characters like just look different. I think mm-hmm. they have that here as well. Where I know there's some in like uh, I think there's some allusions to other characters. Like I think we'll see Moses's family again, or, or we'll we'll see his um like his mom and his uh his, his siblings, but in a, like a different family setting during like the the plague scene. You'll you'll see what I mean.
2: Yeah, and it's not that they don't look distinct. Because uh, I think that they do look very distinct tonight. Same with Road Rotel Dorado. I think they have... It's almost like the same designers just went on to that next project after this. Which is probably true. <laughs> yes. Um. But I just think the overall look of the faces, something about them. And it's mainly when it's a, a forward shot, profile shots like the one we're getting right now. Uh-huh. I think it's a very beautiful image. And when uh, Moses' mom was crying, I thought that was a really stunning image too. But yeah, Moses right here, and especially Aaron. Aaron, I find a very off-putting-looking image. Something about the way his eyes bulge. I don't know. And, and perhaps, perhaps that's a nitpick, but I, I just always found the faces in these two films just odd.
0: Perhaps the uh, the caricatureness of Aaron, like they're, it's a little too exaggerated. Could be. Like they exaggerate the faces too much because these are, this is a fairly like grounded film and the, and even the, like the art style and the models themselves, I know they're not like character models, but just like the, the models themselves, they look like fairly, like, even though they're kind of not, they're not over the top, but you know, they're animated. Um, they're, they're, they're designed to look more cartoon. They're, they're a lot more, uh, again, grounded and, and, um, yeah, i guess you, i can't say realistic i think grounded is the term is that they they're they're much more akin to what a human would look like albeit animated uh with an art style to it and so aaron just looks off right because he looks maybe too
2: yeah like inhuman <sighs> or something too
0: designed yeah too too designed maybe is the word i'm looking for
2: like you can never imagine a human with those face proportions aaron in particular
0: yeah, I know. okay. I know. I know what you mean now. Where it's like, all right, he's got a very like skinny head. Like, what's what's going on here?
2: Yeah, it's the same with the hype. The two high priests, because almost everything else does look like it, like it's almost photorealistic at times. Some of the the way that they capture images,
0: they stand out because they're a little more cartoony. Yeah, that could be it. Especially yeah, both Steve, both Steve Martin and Martin Short.
2: <laughs> yeah, which that's another thing that was kind of a revelation coming back to this is I did not realize. The caliber of a voice cast behind this movie, like we got Val Kilmer in the lead here. Val Kilmer was in a very interesting point in his career at this time, and to be doing this role, I think, is a really interesting choice for him. Ralph Fiennes, I think, is just fantastic. And I love that I love his song later in the movie. I think he's one of the few actors, him and Michelle Pfeiffer and uh, Steve Martin or Martin Short. I think those are the only ones who actually do the, their own singing in this.
0: Uh, I believe like Moses' mom does that too. I mean, I don't know if she doesn't exactly have.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she has
0: lines, but she sings, but like her actor is singing, but portrays her. That's very you're right. Is that everybody like it. And it's weird though, because like I read that Val actually like one, he actually portrayed Moses in like a play. I believe oh. like when he was younger uh, and two, he can sing, but they went with somebody else. So that was interesting.
2: By the way, uh, I'll just say this scene in particular was one of the reasons that I did not like this movie as a kid. I always found this scene highly off-putting, and I think animation-wise it's cool, and if anyone's ever played uh, Super Mario Odyssey, there's a feature in that game when you can basically do this, when you just become a character on a wall like this, you become the original Mario, and you play little mini-games.
0: Yeah, Paper Mario, in a, in a way.
2: In a way. And so it's it funny seeing this, but this whole little thing here just kind of disturbs me.
0: This dream sequence. Yeah. Almost a dream sequence from God.
2: And I'll say that's one of the reasons that I did not. Oh God. Is that a nipple on that woman there? That was weird.
0: Uh, I didn't see it. I know her, it looked like her breasts were showing, but I, I don't think so. Uh,
2: um, yeah. I remember finding this disturbing as a kid because I was like, one, the Egyptians look like scary monsters who just want to enslave people and brutalize people and then moses you know he's got to deal with those scary egyptians and he's got to deal with that scary god who's the same he just wants to brutalize people and and do these horrible uh (laughs) things like kill the kids in the end and kill the makes them kill the sheep and then rub their blood all over the wall that just seemed gross and barbaric so there was stuff in this that people my, my parents would be like oh god's like this god of love And then you show me this movie and it's like, no, God's violent. He's just as bad as the Egyptians. How is he better? That's what I would think as a kid.
0: (laughs) And you were telling me not to, like, bring scripture into this. Got it.
2: (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just that's that's saying why I found the movie off-putting as a kid.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess you could say I was brainwashed in that, like, you know, this is... I think it was nice, though, to, like, see this visualized. I know that sounds again maybe disturbing for me to say but sometimes as a kid you don't like actually get it unless you see it animated yeah like, you have to see it like to believe it like you're just told to believe these stories and then you come this comes along and it's like oh hey here's actual like factual evidence as they would say like you know as as a parent would say of this actually happening like here, here's what it actually was like it's an adaptation mm-hmm. of, of what it's called and i mean So far, we haven't seen God in this. Not yet. Um, I I actually kind of, like, had the thought process of, like, okay, the Egyptian gods do exist in this this reality, but, like, somehow they're not helping Pharaoh out.
2: Well, that's the thing, is it turns out that they don't.
0: Yeah. They're like, uh, it's not.
2: (laughs) Which is another thing why it feels a little bit like... A little bit like Christian agenda movie (laughs) propaganda yeah when you read the bible even though they do mention numerous times that oh there's these false gods you get the, the sense that maybe the false gods are like other demonic forces that do have powers you know they they kind of make hints at that um this one it is just like oh no the egyptians are fools they're their high priests are charlatans they're horrible slavers and there's I, I know it's a I, maybe it's a weird perspective to just see this movie as having kind of a somewhat xenophobic view of the Egyptians here. I don't know
0: at least these ancient Egyptians, given that like I believe oh man, maybe I'm wrong on this, but at the time, like a large number of uh, Egypt itself was either Muslim or I guess is still is still either Muslim or uh, Christian
2: and and neither of those groups existed at this time in antiquity
0: i know yeah so i mean if you are a person uh of of egypt who does you know worship egyptian gods yeah this film's not for you um <laughs> and it totally like probably is the equivalent to like a bad film depicting or a in uh what is it an ill-informed fi- and poorly written film <laughs> based off the identity of like indigenous peoples over here and and to be fair so i see your point <laughs>
2: No, the the belief in the Egyptians' gods basically didn't survive uh, the fall of the Egyptian Empire, so they, they were long they're long gone by this point.
0: <laughs> How many people still worship the Greek gods? Okay, that
2: was exactly yeah. Well,
0: that's kind of uh, that's a that rhetorical.
2: That's an unfortunate one because it was the Christians that wiped them out. But
0: <laughs> uh, and Greece is mostly like you know uh, Christians themselves as well. But anyway, um, I, I I in a way with like aaron or with uh martin and short uh they exist because it's still part of i guess the uh checklist in a way of like you know every 90s film has or every, or yeah I mean, not every 90s film but every disney film had like a had our comic relief character hmm. uh in a way somebody over the top i mean it's especially in this this is kind of heavy as as we've been talking about there's a lot of heavy stuff in here um by the way i would not put this on all the time this is certainly one of those things where you have to be in a mood to watch it uh you have to if i if i may say so um but yeah you can see like why martin and short are in here yeah uh because they can at least i mean i don't know if it's the wrong intention the wrong agenda to like at least have some levity in here uh i don't know if you create levity by just you know writing not jokes but like having lighter moments i think there are some lighter moments in this but i mean what's on screen right right now is certainly not light
2: (laughs) i think that's where the disconnect comes in i don't know if there's a a place for comedy relief in a story like this oh there shouldn't be and that's what makes it kind of a strange choice for an animated film like you mentioned early on, like I don't, you don't think this is for kids. I agree. I don't know if this story should be for kids. Like when I was going to Sunday school, they would always bring out the Exodus story. They would always bring out Noah's Ark, like the ones that they found easy to explain to kids. Yep. But I, I never really thought this was a kid-friendly story. I always found it very disturbing, and I found it painted a very ugly view of of God. <laughs> well, I'll save that. I
0: mean, especially right. Yeah. Especially right now, since Moses just killed a man,
2: just killed a man. Yeah. A man who was whipping and brutalizing a slave. That's uh, a <laughs> heavy stuff.
0: I mean like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's complicated. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't be laughing, but yeah, it's, it's complicated. Do I, do I have the answers to all this? Certainly not. I mean, this is entirely subjective. Like everything we're kind of talking about is, is subjective in a way. Um. that's that's not to say not to be objective on something, but like, I think Caleb has a very strong standpoint where, where he's coming from. I think he has points obviously. Um, And I certainly see what he's talking about where this, do you think this needs another draft?
2: Well, that's, that's the, the issue is I'm not sure if this was ever the right fit for a kid's movie. Now they could find ways to age it up and aim it at a slightly older audience. Something like princess Mononoke. For instance, which came out, I believe, the year before this.
0: 97.
2: Yeah. Very firmly established itself as this is aimed a little bit higher. I'm aiming this at kids. I mean, I don't know if you felt disturbed watching this as a kid, but I always did.
0: (laughs) Uh, No scary images to me. I understood, like, the death part. And maybe, again, maybe just I was, like, told it's. I was never told, like, what's... uh, Nobody ever sat down and explained to me what what this movie was about. I was only left with my, like, interpretation and with with my thoughts. Mm -hmm. I never questioned it. I never... I don't think I asked my parents this because I think my parents don't exactly understand animated films the way, like, I do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Especially now, uh, where I treat it as an art form. Uh, And I think... I mean there's some like Japanese films that are tailored to kids, but they're brutal. Like they're just like brutal. And maybe that's maybe a topic for another day. Maybe I I shouldn't, you know, I shouldn't, uh, uh, what what, what is the term? I, I I shouldn't uh, cover up this thought with something else, but like, (laughs) no, this, I, I think you're right though. in that like, there's it's tonal, Again, I, I, I read somewhere that, again, I could just be wrong on this, but they, the, the filmmakers were trying to be as respectful as they could to. I mean, it's kind of hard to do that with this subject matter, of course, but they, they were trying to take this seriously. Yes. um, You can tell. So I got, yeah, you, you got to give, like, especially right now, like, just him walking the desert. Holy smokes, you do not like. I guess you sort of saw this in like the Lion King, but you didn't, I don't know, not like, no, with all these backgrounds, like, Holy crap. Like it's magnificent.
2: That's, that's kind of the disconnect is because it really is an incredible vision. And it makes me think, I feel like you could totally sell this movie to adults. It does not feel kiddish in terms of the, the style. And maybe that's just the studios and maybe American audiences in general not getting that you can make these animated films for adults.
0: Oh yeah. No, that we're just, again, stupid. Like we're too stupid to like kind of figure it out of like, this is a medium. Yes. like You can tell <laughs> any story with this. And all we, do, all we instead do is just, Oh, it's, uh, I love this shot too, where it's almost like, just take me. Yep.
1: Like
0: that's, you. Yeah. You see the hands like reaching out, like,
2: yeah, take me. Yeah. Kill me.
0: That's yeah. That's, it's like he's being, purified like the sand is purifying his skin almost in a way or all his sin like Mm -hmm. like, not not really but like i I don't know just points of that but like you know how like we said before like animation in america is just you know kind of saved for sitcoms or like you were saying like that's kind of the wrong way they're treating it but again it's kind of disney's fault in the way as well maybe not fault but like disney was only doing like stuff that was kind of aimed for kids so this went the same way (laughs) which kind of sucks. It's lim- like you think that maybe they were trying to find themselves like, Oh, this is their first film. Maybe they should have started with something less subject matter. Cause like they could probably get to this like level of filmmaking eventually. But
2: yeah, I was trying to think who made Titan AE cause I'm pretty sure that was more directed at adults. And that came out only a few years after this. Fox
0: and or uh, F- Fox with um, what's his name? Um, don bluth don bluth excuse me
2: don bluth okay that makes sense because i'm pretty sure that was a pg or pg-13 movie
0: oh yeah and when we get to nim i know you're you're kind of iffy on secret of nim
2: yeah it's been a long time but i'm i'm curious to go back
0: yeah we'll go back to that at some point uh and i won't say anything
2: yeah i was gonna say that part of the problem is i'm not sure how you could fully differentiate the fact if they were going to aim this more at adults Maybe upping the violence, maybe adding in some some harsher language or something. But then maybe you turn off the evangelical audience. So
0: and yeah, it, I'm just thinking of like, or sorry, go on.
2: I was going to say, and of course, this isn't solely aimed at evangelicals. I know that they did mention that they brought in um, Jewish and Muslim um, adv- or uh, advisors, as well as Christians.
0: Yes, clerics, uh, priests, rabbis, etc.
2: Yeah, because of course, this story does play a very pivotal role for all three groups so
0: again we'll see in the ending
2: yeah so maybe going too hard on the rating would have turned off some some of the core audience and also it of course makes more money if you sell it to kids as well so that makes a difference
0: (laughs) (sighs) yeah no that's that's the thing it's the culture itself because i'm thinking like how how can you mark how would how would this be done if it was like mononoke and yeah it, it could be done Uh, I think um, I'm not elaborating. I'm sorry about that, but like, I think you're right. I think it just has an identity crisis right now. If that's the term uh, I can use appropriately and it's not uh, politically incorrect to say like, yeah, it's either for kids or it's not for, so it's, it's just like stuck being a kid's film and it's, I guess, yeah, just, it's just stuck.
2: (laughs) Yeah. and, And so in some ways it does, it feels like it lacks a little bit of impact. And I also do feel like, Maybe if they would have aimed it at adults, they might have gone for a bit of a longer runtime, which could have developed some of this stuff a little bit more. Because how do you feel? Uh, how do you feel Moses is doing at this point in the movie, character wise?
0: Could you say he's almost doing? He's going through the motions of like the, the the book of Exodus itself.
2: Well, in some ways, that's how the whole movie feels a little bit, <laughs> but. <laughs> I think they've done enough with him so far. I think it's mostly after this point where it starts to feel like I'm just not really with him much anymore. But I feel like I'd get his journey up to this point.
0: Yeah. When he then becomes a vessel for God.
2: Yes, that's where. And I will say his relationship here with this. this. Uh... Oh, How do you say? Jethro. How do you say is his wife's name? Oh, Zipporah. Yeah.
0: Or Z- Zephira, excuse me? No, wait, no i will see you in a second.
2: Yeah, as much as I love this song, I do think this is one of my absolute favorites from this movie. I think this is a great song.
0: Yeah, this is like... This restored my faith in... in Well, faith. Uh, and It's just a good song in general, but yeah, this certainly restored my faith. Uh, listening to this.
2: Yeah, it's a quality song, and I... <laughs> I feel like this is the last moment of the movie after this song is when I really start to be like just less engaged overall um and part in some of it comes from the fact that i do just feel like i start to lose track of moses maybe the time jump didn't help um but his relationship with his his soon-to-be wife i feel like happens off screen and then yeah then he becomes kind of a vessel for god and then i just almost lose him completely
0: he loses all character like all, all, like he's going through the motions right now as we're like watching the montage of it through heaven's eyes and especially yeah the fact that like it only seems like it's the it's the episode five problem of like how long is luke on mm. like it only seems like he's here for like a month or two because <laughs> we see his hair grow and whatnot when he was in the desert for years um before he came like when went back i mean yeah. Cause you could see like his, cause Ramsey's then has a son mm-hmm. and we didn't see his wife before. So him and uh, his wife had to like, you know, be a thing. Um, but here, you know, we see a montage of uh, Moses falling in love with Zipporah, but I don't know if you want them to actually, cause yeah, I agree. I kind of want them to like, what what is it? What is it about the, these two that they like, like each other? Other than the fact that the book said so that he yeah. like you know married her, <laughs> oh that's the thing you want it to separate itself more from the Bible itself.
2: Absolutely, and in some ways I wish it would have. Been, in some ways I wish it would have separated itself more, or stuck closer because, I mean I feel like we could have had a really interesting dynamic with Aaron if we had kept the the more true to story elements with Aaron, but instead they just kind of push him aside and then don't really do much with any of the side characters the wife uh, really doesn't become a character much at all I mean she has a cool song but she's almost just like a, a watcher of like an observer of is his greatness Moses greatness
0: yeah what's the term uh, not not mute no it's not muse but uh, what's that what's that term where it's the same thing that happens in uh, Kingdom come uh, with the priest. Where they yeah become basically an observer like the, the witness a witness that's what it is. a witness mm. to the events
2: witness yep and they do a little bit with Miriam the sister but even she doesn't really have much of a character and it does feel more like we're doing cliff notes of a story that everyone knows and it's kind of just meant to pull the audience in by um, what's the word. Hmm. Yeah, but just heartstrings. <laughs> uh, just, just pulling them in because they already kind of know the story, and it's meant to, you know, just be satisfying enough to see it being portrayed in this way. And again, even that kids, so maybe kids won't care as much that the characters aren't being well explored.
0: Yeah, how long is this film again? This is, it's
2: like an hour thirty-five, I think, and then the credits are like four minutes. Yeah. And I don't mean to knock it. I, I apologize for going so hard on it.
0: <laughs> no, I think I think at least this time we're actually making. I feel like I'm making more of a argument, or at least making a intellectually stimulating conversation for our listeners, because um, it's a good back and forth we're having going. Because you know you're not knocking. I'm not knocking you for it's like this So I think you have every re- you've given me every reason why you're not like you know fully committed, uh, and I don't know if I'm doing a good job of doing that. But I will say. I love like what we're about to see animation wise. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, what they do with like the interaction with God, but of course, yeah, we're okay. We're coming to it. So again, I think it's a runtime issue as well, where it's not committing to like maybe it's got a it only it only had a, like enough time to tell the story, which is fair. And then the other thing is like, are we just going to redo the Ten Commandments? which had so many characters and was three hours long. Like we, <laughs> uh-huh. You need this, basically you need, you need this film. You need two films. You need like part one and part two, if not three parts.
2: Yeah. And I think one of the reasons I also bring up the 10 commandments is my parents did own that on a double VHS. And as a kid, I watched that. Oh man. And although it definitely disturbed me a lot as well, I always enjoyed it a lot more than this movie. And I found, um, the vision of God a lot more appealing. For whatever reason, this movie, this scene even with God, always just creeped me out as a kid. I never liked it. I always found it just disturbing. <laughs> and I'm curious how you feel, because I, I feel like we have a very different view on those kind of things just in general.
0: Yeah, again, he's the rebel. He was the contrarian. He never uh, liked, well, yeah, he never just. He, 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 he was a rebel from his parents, which makes sense. Um, I love this. Like, maybe not, not as a kid. As a kid, I'm just like, okay, this is the, the burning bush. We all know what the burning bush mm-hmm. is. This is what it is. This is the interpretation. As an adult, I love this. I think this is just beautiful to look at. I I think it's gentle to look at, mm-hmm. except for obviously when he gets you know mad yeah. or when he raises his voice, which... I don't think needed to happen, but that's just me.
2: (laughs) That's the part that disturbs me. There's a little bit of disturbingness of just being like, oh, like this weird alien thing's come to you and now giving you this monumental task that you kind of can't turn down. It's like betray your family and go through this huge trial after you finally found peace. That's a little disturbing. And then once it's like, how dare you question me? Then it's like, holy fuck, this this thing does not, sound like anything I want to follow. It sounds like something I want to get away from.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like in Logan's run, uh, where like the two, you know, leave, you know, the facilities. Like they they leave their 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 homeland or their their headquarters. Uh and then they go out and just like they, they explore the world. You know, there's uh, my question was why go back? And this is kind of the thing where like Moses he mm. got out. Like he got out of the system. Um out of guilt of course. He was cause he It's conflicted and maybe we could have gone more. I don't know if we got all of that. I I don't know if you wanted more of that. I think this is really good, by the way. Like it's almost like a one take of him like pleading with God. I think that was like really like good on the animator. I mean, not good, but like excellent work animators for like doing like a one take of showing his emotion. I think, do you think he's displaying good enough emotions there? Yes. Yeah, I do. Uh, Of of being said, but I also understand where you're coming from of like, maybe we should have had him like mention Ramses and go off script of like okay, don't just adhere to like the, I mean, yeah, don't adhere to the Bible because for pit's sakes, you forgot all about the fact that like, where's Moses' stubbornness? Like the guy literally is like, he stutters. Mm-hmm. Like that was a thing in the book itself where like he couldn't, he needed uh, Aaron to be his his speech or his, uh, not a speech, but he needed Aaron to like uh, speak for him. There we go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And And here they already, they adapt that out and they say like, okay, well, I'm going to talk with you. I'm going to talk through you with you. Like, why couldn't they have like had like Moses have a conversation with God about Ramses and, and why, why this has to happen. Um, Oh, that's so nice. Just seeing him cry. I think, I think that works animation wise. Um, Yeah. Our character acting wise. That's really good. Um, Sorry. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, and when he was cowering in fear of God, I think all that was really well done too. And I loved uh when you'd see like the little reflections on the rock. It was kind of making me think of uh Atlantis. Oh yeah. They look like water reflections.
0: Oh yeah, I, I was thinking that too. I was like, "Oh, they're kind of like doing a like ripple effect almost." Um and uh you're going to love this. You're you're going to love this. So one of their early ideas for the the burning bush uh, for the voice uh which they ended up repeating Ten Commandments where it was Charlton Heston's just voicing God as, and he's Moses, and Val Kilmer, Kilmer is the one to voice Moses here, and he voices God. They were going to originally do, like, a combination between man, woman, and child, and it sounded like uh, the whole, like, We Are Legion uh, Oh, idea. wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, that sounds a little too creepy. Let's not do that.
2: Yeah, scene's already creepy enough.
0: <laughs> uh, this scene between uh, Zephora, we'll 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 keep discussing this, the the, stuff you're talking about, but uh, the scene, this scene between like Zephora and uh, Moses and how he's like ecstatic. He's animated. He's like, you know, I just basically had a, like a witness God uh, in front of me, like my eyes. How do you think they handled this?
2: Well, that's, I feel like their whole relationship has been done in montage. Yep. And the fact that we kind of did that pivotal scene, in montage as well almost where we don't really hear the dialogue we just see them i don't know if it, it feels like they're almost intentionally zapping out any pieces of important drama between these two okay like did they feel like she was just not an important character
0: or or did they want the music to support it instead they didn't they didn't need dialogue for that they were just like our animation is so strong that the actions our characters exude like you know how it's like i don't know moses just found out that he's a dad or something like that and she's just like sitting down or or whatever but like she's taking it all in i don't know uh but i think you're onto something of that the fact that let's let's hear the characters talk to each other and be characters
2: yeah i think my biggest issue with this latter half of the film is that Uh, Most of the characters on screen just aren't really interesting characters. I I do enjoy the dynamic between Ramses and Moses. But even that is frequently done in like montage. There's only a couple like really pivotal moments between the two of them. So it's kind of like, yeah, they they almost sapped out a lot of the chances for drama that would have kept me really engaged. It almost just feels like I'm watching this story play out rather than being invested in it. In this latter half. I was I was really invested in the first half. But after uh, after the song when he marries um, his wife there I, I, can't, I keep forgetting to say her name. Zephora. Yeah, I just feel like the lens of the movie changed and it stopped being a character-driven story.
0: And now it's just plot. Like it's just plot-driven. Or story-driven, sorry.
2: It does kind of feel that way. Yeah. Or it just feels like kind of going by the beats of the story that we all know.
0: Yeah. There's some, there's some stuff here with Ramses and Moses. Um, yeah. I don't know how much you want from it. I think they get enough across. Obviously this wasn't in the Bible. Uh, I don't know if it was done better in 10 of commandments. Again, I've not seen that fully through what hmm. uh, I have seen, like one good performances by everybody for pit's sakes. Like they, they all bring their a game. Like man, Cecil, Cecil B with DeMille, Demille you like that was a awesome film. <laughs> That's an epic film.
2: Oh, Ben Hur is even better, and Ben Hur is an incredible movie. Some of those biblical epics, I can get epics, I can get really into, and that's why I kind of I kind of wonder why this one doesn't engage me in the same way. I'm not, I'm not sure why.
0: Yeah, is it not as like epic in scale, and it's too close to the characters? Even though that was the point. Well, I, but that's the thing with even though there was all this like display of of like money on screen i'm not saying money but like you had all this like uh all these sets uh and and costumes and whatnot you had epic and good performances from like the actors to back it up and it's not like the actors here are like throwing out the like like not giving their best i think they're like you know you know even steve martin and martin short i think are you know doing what they're Doing like told to do obviously um but maybe it just goes back to yeah the writing like that's that's every that that's what like comes back to like you know problematic um or at least divisive uh stories is the writing and the the origin and the like like i said what was the intent what was the agenda with this
2: yeah because th- this scene here for example seeing Ramsey's so excited to see his brother again and then i i and then moses kind of laying out why he's here his mission statement I feel like that it sets up a really good dramatic dynamic between the two of them, but then once the plagues are happening, so much, so much character building between the two of them happens in just kind of montage, and I, yep, I feel like we lose something there. We see a lot of images of Ramses; everything's falling apart around him, and he turns around, and there's Moses standing and looking at him. It's just like ah, I wish he wasn't standing looking; I wish he was talking to him. <laughs> You know? yeah, and
0: you have to like infer all this instead, and not. I'm not even saying like from the from the text. Like for Pitt's sakes, it's like yeah. One, there's no like there, there, that's not a thing in the Bible. Like as yes. far as we're aware, like Moses and Ramses or the Pharaoh are not related, other than like Moses being like he was raised in like the like uh, w- within like the Pharaoh's family uh, in again by the text just tear me out man come on <laughs> give, give me that at least he was raised in like you know the, the he was raised in Egypt uh, and then yeah went to the desert but as far as we're aware the Pharaoh that he came to uh, after he had his vision from God or his interaction with God uh, was a different Pharaoh from the previous one
2: yeah yeah and I'll say I am trying to distance myself from any sort of you know the fact that Moses is an archetype not a a real historical figure and all this stuff, you know, I'm just trying to throw that out and just not even think about it.
0: Or at least just a fictitious character. Yeah. Unless that's not what you're trying to do.
2: Well, archetype in terms of he fits a lot of other uh, fictional kind of uh, pivotal figures in that point in history.
0: Oh, okay. Ah, fair enough.
2: Sargon of Akkad, for example, is one that they have a very, very similar dynamic in terms of their uh, their story. Um, but yeah, but this is the moment where I was mentioning where they kind of they paint it as if the the Egyptian gods are real, but then when you watch the scene, it really is just these two magicians kind of putting on a show to fool their pharaoh. And I don't know, I I mean, uh, maybe you don't want to paint it as having multiple gods <laughs> in this movie.
0: I mean, I don't really care because, like I said, it's an adaptation. <laughs>
2: I just mean it. It it makes the, it makes it feel a little bit more like Christian agenda movie.
0: I guess so. I I think you're right. Where it's
2: like, the high priests aren't real believers. They're, they're these deceivers who are just treating the the fair like he's a fool.
0: But is it a Christian? That's what
2: I get. That's what I get. Is it a
0: Christian movie? Even though the one of the main men behind the film, Steven Spielberg, is Jewish.
2: It could just be religious. Um, uh agenda movie yeah
0: there you go yeah not okay abrahamic religious movie because i mean yes. like i mean i don't see any uh jabs at like the hindu uh mythology no pantheon, no <laughs> excuse me or chinese pantheon or etc
2: yeah thanks for the correction not christian yeah because it does yeah affect the three groups
0: Yeah. I guess Mormons and Jehovah's Witness also count.
2: <laughs> but this is a fun scene. I will admit it. It's, it's a fun scene.
0: Just for the energy. And yeah, it's a catchy song. Yeah. I guess, but... I also do love the fact that, like, in the background, this you know, the God's snake is having a snack of uh, their own.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, laughs awkwardly. Uh, uh, sure.
2: It does. It does also. I'm sorry to say, build into my the kind of more ugly image of God in this one.
0: Yeah, no. If, if anything, Caleb is anti-God. Like he does not love God.
2: The image that they paint here. I mean, how is he not different than the than the Egyptians? It's two sides of the same violent coin.
0: Yeah. How is there not like a what is it how yeah how is it and, and that's the thing uh, yeah how how is there no mirror here and like other than the fact like this is a god who doesn't want like it... okay i gotta be careful here i was i'm i'm going with what is in the film not just with... in the film yes yeah just in the film i'm yeah note, note here i'm trying to be with the film <laughs> like Ramses pharaoh is like the evening in the morning star Mm -hmm. he has temples like the pharaoh itself is supposed to have temples dedicated to themselves and all these different gods as well um god does like the abrahamic god does not want any images of himself at all Mm -hmm. there's no image like the images are like blood for instance like spilled blood, blood of a lamb um to the, 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 the I, I i know uh sacrifice for a sacrifice old testament's bloody uh back to this a burning bush um moses's staff potentially the plagues you could say there's no like you must like i guess you could almost say like god is a poorly written character in this film
2: <laughs> but it is a fairly faithful representation of god is the sad part of the, the god from this story
0: you mean you mean right off uh the correct interpretation off the page
2: <laughs> yes and and this is I'll, I'll mention this if it hasn't happened yet but just since we're on the topic of this version of god it always disturbed me as a as a kid even the fact that we open up this movie by seeing the way that moses reaches the point where he's at is that the pharaohs decided we're going to kill all these these young babies, these men. And the fact that the, the thing that God cho- chooses to do to finally push the pharaoh over the edge is to kill all the firstborns, it's like, how are you not the same? You're doing the exact same thing that they did to start this whole story. Why would I want to support you? <laughs> I don't want to support them. Why would I want to support you?
0: Yeah, I can't obviously use extra canonical material, obviously, from the book, because apparently it was like, okay, wasn't it in the Ten Commandments where whatever Ramses thinks of is what's going to happen?
2: Ten Commandments. Oh, like the movie?
0: The movie, sorry, yeah. No, apologies if I'm getting it wrong.
2: Yeah, I think they do a little bit of that. Yeah, to try to smooth things out a little bit. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it.
0: Where it was like, uh, yeah, what you decide is what it okay again maybe i'm just using extra and what i read somewhere i'm just like okay the the lord himself does not try to control other people i know that's you could clearly obviously make a case for moses um yes he's probably controlling moses but like <laughs> obviously god could outright control pharaoh to tell him to just you know change his opinion and the criticism that everybody lobs at with that with the story itself not just this movie but like the story itself of the hear me out uh is that like god is using pharaoh as an example to show like his stubbornness and his power like he's using pharaoh as an example to like show his wonders and you could obviously declare a narcissist i guess yes uh, and, are, and are egotistical
2: <laughs> that's the other reason why i do not like this this guy i mean it's not the present this movie so we'll, we'll avoid that topic for now
0: yeah they don't they don't do that and the other but the thing is that like god doesn't try to control like the fact that we got free will will from the the fruit um the forbidden fruit means that god won't interfere with us <laughs> Wow. um i know I, I know again yeah i'm saying this is extra chronicles is not within the film
2: yes If you want to broach into all that stuff, I got a lot more places to go, especially with the... I
0: figured, yeah, I don't think we have enough time for that here, but like... Exactly. (laughs) But, um... It's not something I'm trying to dance around, but...
2: (laughs) I just find it really off-putting that in order for God to prove his point here, that, one, I mean, all those lambs that they had to kill for the blood, shouldn't he just know, if he's all-knowing, why do they have to kill all those animals? Um, And two why kill innocents why kill children in order to prove his point why, why not just kill the pharaoh and knock down his things why kill kids
0: i think it's a symbolic thing again like you could say in a, in a way actually within this movie it's a fitting response to what happened with the with the hebrews where in the beginning of the film um Seti the first, I believe that was actually the, the character, uh, not Ramses, but Seti the first. He um, went and had all those again. Going by this film, uh, yeah. he had all the Hebrew uh, firstborns killed, and so I'm just gonna say God is basically show doing the same thing to Pharaoh to say this is what it felt like, like know how this feels, that know how. All the, all these plagues, all the, like the fact that you lost your firstborn son. This is how my people felt in slavery. This is why you should let them go. There's my interpretation. You could say that's ugly and whatnot, but like that's just yes. As there's, there's an interpretation for you.
2: Yeah. So to punish one man, he punishes innocent children and takes their lives. He
0: pretty much makes an example out of them all.
2: Yeah. So in in poor Moses, this whole this whole section is just like I wish brother that you would just agree to do this i don't want to do this i don't want to be here sending off these things this is your stubbornness but is it really his stubbornness or is it his stubbornness and god's hideousness that are that's causing it i think it's a mix of both
0: oh you mean ramsay's stubbornness right
2: ramsay's yes
0: yeah we're we're yeah we're again moses is the vessel for god and he has no character anymore
2: it, I, he does have moments little flashes like i really like the scene um it's not quite here i mean here he's
0: yeah we'll go uh, we'll get i think i know the yeah. scene you're talking about yeah we'll get to that one he will point it out
2: i always like that he didn't have any blood on him that there's a little pocket there
0: i love that as well that's so good also my joke was that when <laughs> maybe this is insensitive but <laughs> yeah this shouldn't be in this film but like when they uh when they make the blood air quotes um i'm like oh so the Ancient Egypt are the original creators of Kool Aid. All right, interesting. Because <laughs> it looks like the consistency of Kool Aid and not blood.
2: I could see it. Oh God, Aaron's face is just so strange. What's with the chin? <laughs> is that his? Is that supposed to be his beard or is that his chin? No, no, no. He, you know, what he looks like he looks like um, Han Solo
0: from the holiday special.
2: Oh God, you are you were absolutely right. Yeah, you
0: remember how like he had the big nose and whatnot? It's totally him. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and I think it's such a shame that they didn't use Jeff Goldblum there, because I feel like he could have really brought something. And having the two of them have more of a dynamic together might have brought out some more character for Moses in this latter half.
0: Yeah, no, I think I I know what you mean there. I think that could have been a mixed opportunity. All right, plagues, go.
2: Um, yeah, this is definitely some of the stuff that disturbed me as a kid. Um, yeah, that's that's all I got. <laughs> How about you?
0: Uh, okay, music go. Uh, what do you think of like Schwartz's and Schwartz and Zimmer's? Excuse me. Like, come on, it's Hans Zimmer as well. Like, he he just yep. deserves a lot of praise here. Like, this guy is like on his like, is just on it, dude. Like, he's he's going on all cylinders. I think he's doing a fantastic job. Like, scoring this entire movie.
2: Agreed, no doubt. Him and Schwartz are both fantastic here. But what do you think about this this plague scene?
0: Uh, I love the I, I love the music. Um, yeah. It's cool to see the plagues. I don't know if they do them all in order. Um, but again, it's kind of, it's a montage. Like, It's almost like the music was there to like fill, to hang on, the, the music was there to shorten yes. development in a way where it Not hides, but it like encompasses us, like a a, like a whole, like a whole um, series of of conversations, and boils it down into a song. So you almost don't want this to be a musical, even though I want this. Like these songs need to exist.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it does. It does create a unique issue for this movie because yeah. The song, this song especially, I, I think Ralph Fiennes singing in it, a lot of this stuff is really great.
0: Oh yeah, he does such a good job.
2: But then at the same time, it's just cutting off the legs of any sort of character drama. Because so much is happening so quickly. And Moses, he's turned into Anakin in Revenge of the Sith. He's just standing and walking. And it's he's not a character anymore. That's just such a shame.
0: Again, he's a vessel for God.
2: Yeah, vessel for Palpatine. <laughs> oh that's horrible
0: (laughs) i mean it is showing like in a way like and again this is this is me reading the film this is me reading the film where he's looking we see him like look at the images of these egyptians Mm -hmm. and while i'm putting two and two together to say like he was egyptian once i know he didn't go into it further like he only had his relationship with his 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 brother and his father and mother and not not really any other Egyptians, um, but he looks at the Egyptians and be like this. I I don't, I don't want this to happen. So I can see the torment in and like tr- yeah, torment in his face of seeing this happening to them. Yeah, but again, is that just being emotionally manipulative? That's that's a question.
2: And you know, that's that's the sad thing is he doesn't want any of this. I'm sure in some ways he recognizes, you know the this will the act that i'm participating in is in its own way hideous as well and as a oh go ahead
0: as just uh as as christian bale said when he was doing when he was playing moses in uh was it exodus gods and kings or whatever it was oh wow uh, he was like oh yeah moses was a terrorist
2: yeah you, you you could most certainly make that argument yeah but this, I think, is a really nice scene here. This is oh, one yeah. of my favorites. This latter half.
0: This is what you want. Like this is yeah. the fact. Like you, you want this.
2: Yeah, and it's the. I mean, they touch on again. I mean, these these two are brothers in a way, and that's I think a, a great place for drama. And it's kind of a shame that we didn't that they didn't do more more with it,
0: or focus more on it instead. Like gave us. Really bangers of songs, which is like what yeah. you want. Like sometimes better than Christian songs itself. Like you know ones that that you would sing at church. Um, oh so yeah. Imagine, could you imagine some of these songs being sung at church?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they would work out of the context in the same
0: way. Uh, certainly not. <laughs> I think through heaven's eyes might work.
2: Maybe, maybe. Deliver us. Certainly wouldn't. Wouldn't that be strange? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I could sort of see it actually I could sort of see like de- deliver us away from all this like capitalist garbage that's going here on earth and it's like land of milk and honey being heaven I guess not a mass suicide well don't don't get me wrong here I'm probably that's what
2: I was gonna I was gonna be like there's something about it if they were seeing that that would seem a little bit creepy, yeah, in some way or
0: it's <laughs> very much like we're gonna we we wanna be taken away from this world
2: yeah, it's like kill us all quick. <laughs> But let's, yeah, maybe let's stay away from, yeah. <laughs> Too hourly political or something.
0: I mean, how are we not canceled by this point?
2: <laughs> but I really like this moment where Ramses kind of pleads, like, can we, can we just go back to being brothers? Like, it doesn't even seem like he's the Pharaoh in this moment. He really is just the younger man when they last met.
0: Yeah. You look at his face. I mean, obviously it's his facial animations as well. Good. Like um character acting that's the that's the thing that we don't yeah know. i think i think this movie gets a lot of i i really want to praise this film for a lot of like character acting and that's really comes down to like the, the animators
2: yeah and and really good performances i i think ralph finds is the best here but val kilmer um delivers some really good work and i you know i think their dynamic really feels like it has chemistry
1: yeah
0: this is where I haven't talked about this. I would be interested to see what like actual professional voice actors, like dedicated voice actors would do with this. But I really do think like you're, I think you may be missing stuff if you took some of these actors out of, of, of these characters.
2: Yeah. The only one that i never really got anything from, and she even stood out when I was a kid, I didn't know who was playing her. But when I came back, I was like, Oh no, here's this character. I don't like Then And I was like, wait a minute. Is that, is that Sandra Bullock?
0: Yeah, that's her playing Miriam.
2: Yeah, no, I've something about her performance always just felt a little bit off for me. Enough so that I remembered it without even knowing knowing who played her.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, what do you think? Uh well I mean again, they I guess they could have done more with her, potentially. Like I don't know if we needed like to show her during Moses' time in exile. Like, you know, what's happening back then? I think maybe I don't know. That's a good question. I haven't really thought much of her. Cause yeah, we don't really have much to do with her. So, I mean, I guess you could come up with something to do, but like, again, she's, I remember if Moses in the book, again, hear me out. I don't know if Moses in the Exodus has, has a sister or not. I think he did. I know he's Aaron for sure. But then there's like, there's the whole thing with scholars thinking like, cause there's Miriam who plays the tambourine as the Israelites are leaving. And whether that's her as Moses' sister, or just like a random oh god, other Miriam like that's another thing. But anyway, yeah. Okay, ah. So it's the it's the it's the
2: slaughter of the lambs. Yes, I don't like seeing the dead lamb there. I don't like seeing the blood and yeah. Just to get into another little can of worms, um, there is an extremely strong pervasive element of human supremacist elements in the the whole old testament especially the first few books and just the fact that they i mean god he's supposed to be all powerful how could he not know which places to target but instead he's like kill a whole bunch of lambs and just mark your just rub your it's blood all over your doors i mean when i first stopped being a christian uh, many years ago because i did convert to christianity for three years um, and I read the Bible twice in that time, and I walked out saying, there's so many elements of this religion that feels like it's a blood cult, and this is one of the things I would point to like God, if he's supposedly omnipotent, why does he need the markings of this blood rubbed all over the walls for him to know who to target for his mass killing or not? <laughs>
0: again okay so here's like Moses's family by the way like his mom his sister and Aaron Like, mm-hmm. but as a different family it's not them but you could see like a similar model to them yeah. um, but wow. okay I'm just going with the, the, the flipping like you know what I was told which is you know making me uh, not an individual but just part of the collective which is what you don't want me to be Um like, it's a sacrifice thing of like, yeah, okay, yeah, no, I'm, this is definitely in the wrong sense, <laughs> wrong time to bring it up, got it. Um
2: Hey, say, say whatever you want, uh, I'm sorry, I, I know I'm, I, I know I'm being harsh.
0: Well, I also know that you're, like, you, you. you probably heard this crap before, so it's not like I'm saying anything new.
2: I'm sure I have, yeah, but for the audience. <laughs> well,
0: but. Do they care? I don't think they care. They all. might. They might. But like, no, they don't. Um. But like, the way I was taught, I remember my uncle doing. We were when we when it was uh, a youth night at on Friday night. I remember he described to us the Old Testament and how bloody it was, and how like just blood filled it was. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Like again, I didn't feel grossed out. I just felt kind of. I'm not going to say moved, but I, 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 I certainly felt. A weight behind what he was saying um even with the images of all the blood he was talking about okay go ahead
2: no i think this is quite a moment yeah and moses justifiably feels terrible
0: can i just say during that whole time of the the death of the firstborn no music
2: yeah and again i i talked to my parents about this this particular element of the story many times there is never anything satisfactory to me to ever justify it was like you you you're telling me that god is un- omnipotent he's all powerful he always knew how things are going to go he has the book written from the beginning of time and he wrote it so that he would get to this time and just mass kill all those kids and all those sheep. It it just, it doesn't track for me. (laughs) It just doesn't make any sense to me. So it is
0: written. That's, that's all I'm just going to say. So it is written. Okay. This, this moment right here, this is the one you're talking about, right? Where he just breaks down and cries. Yep. 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 Nope.
2: Yeah. That helps really, really add, add a little bit there.
0: This is where he doesn't become Anakin and now is just like an actual character again.
2: Yeah. And we get some really nice stuff after this. Yeah, it was like after all that ugliness, we get a little bit of celebration and and things turn nice again for a little bit.
0: (laughs) So in the beginning, it's good. Then the middle sucks. Then the towards the end of it is better. (laughs) Gets, gets, gets to be good again.
2: Yeah. And I wouldn't say sucks. I wouldn't say sucks. It just, well,
0: from what you were saying, it does certainly suck.
2: (laughs) No, it just stops it stops working as well, and then yeah, the introduction of God comes in, and then it gets really uncomfortable for me as a viewer. But
0: okay, so here's where I think one song is out of place, and I don't mean by like it doesn't need to be here, but I think it comes too early. Like I think I think we should have I think this should have waited. Personally,
2: no, I could see that there was a little bit of a a note where it just felt like even though i like this song it's a pretty song
0: oh it's a good song
2: yeah it did feel i don't know something just felt a a smidge out of place but yeah perhaps too early
0: yeah like kind of like i want to see the israelites first walk through the destruction devastation i love some of these lines though um yeah you know we were moving mountains before we realized we could like that's actually a really good line
2: yeah no no that's fair
0: but okay, back to what I was saying. Um, God requires sacrifice for, you know, humans to realize you know their mistakes and or to realize the the consequences of their actions. You know, lambs are an important cultural item and or I I know I hate I'm sorry for saying that, but they they are important to a culture. In this case, the Hebrews uh, and also you know regionally they're just everywhere um you know you use like lambs are used for food like let's be honest here that's what animals are like come on i'm a vegetarian here saying like animals are food source so but it's a different sense of like we're slaughtering these these animals to then use their blood as a sign for the lord to um pass by because again we're showing that we're willing to sacrifice our livestock To show obedience, and that's where a lot of people just are like, nope.
2: Yeah, because they're we're so the the books are so human supremacist that the life of this this other being is their worth is in how it values a human. We can use it for food, or we can kill it to wash away our sins. That's just. Yeah, that's just the ideology of the book. I yeah, mean that's what can I say?
0: My pucking namesake.
2: Oof, yeah. You yeah. remember
0: him? You mean you mean the character who I asked your dad about of like Isaac's completely useless in the Bible. Like all he's there for <laughs> is just to like link the generations between Abraham and Jacob. Like he couldn't he didn't even need to exist.
2: No wonder when he responded. <laughs>
0: Uh he said he was important in XYZ. I don't remember what the yes. the reason was, but like
2: I'm sure I've heard it before too and yeah.
0: Yeah, probably. Um where it's just like Isaac is there to show a point of obedience to Abraham by almost killing his son. <laughs> and then guess what he kills instead? A ram, a nearby <laughs> ram that got his horn stuck in a bush. And then and then Isaac later uh is only used for a sperm bank because to have a kid, Jacob, and then that whole thing goes on. And then, like, Jacob tricks him when he's old and blind. So, literally, Isaac did nothing. <laughs> um, by the way, I also would be remiss to show or to, uh, point out that there were, like, two Egyptian guards that joined these guys.
2: Oh, oh, that's really nice. I didn't notice that moment. That's really cool.
0: I didn't you know if you noticed that, but I no. think I'll try to point him out later. But, anyways, I know I just offended so many people. But, hey, that's my namesake, by the way, so...
2: Yeah, and all since we're on the train of offending people, I will say again, a question I asked my parents many times is, okay, so we had this whole tradition of the, the sacrifice, killing these innocent animals who have their own lives to live, but it's just all wasted in the name of human means. Um, I would ask, okay, well, you know, oh, you say it's there for God to later fulfill with Jesus. But if you also say that he knew how it was all going to go from the start, Why did he bother having that like that in the first place? He created it all. Couldn't he have just created it so that the sins were already washed away? Of course, no answer.
0: (laughs) Yeah, not a lot of like future-proofing there, right?
2: (laughs) The only answer was, well, God did it to teach us a lesson. So there's no lessons for all the, the innocent animals that had to be slaughtered just for the purposes of sacrifice. Their lives are meaningless, and and the only lives that matter are the humans. So
0: again, God gave control of the beasts and the fruits of the land to humans. As this as the book goes, as the book says.
2: Yeah, baked in human supremacism. That's, you know, been Part and parcel of our our current uh, treatment in the day and age we live in today.
0: Oh, pretty much. I mean, yeah, it's full on like human centrist. Like, come on, of course it would be. It's well, somewhat human centric in the Bible.
2: Yeah, supremacist, I would say. But
0: okay, I guess you're
2: right. <laughs> but anyway, maybe we should uh, focus on this this very exciting scene to come. Have
0: we even been talking about the film?
2: <laughs> we we've been off it for a while. Oh no, I feel terrible. <laughs>
0: there's a lot of like standout moments, not standout moment, but there's a lot of like good uses. Okay. That's pretty cool.
2: Yes. This was always my favorite part of the story and in, in all the adaptations that I've been a part of, or in the, even in the original book, I always thought this stuff was really cool.
0: Oh yeah. And I, I must be like tripping. Cause I swear maybe I saw this in another adaptation somewhere. But like, yeah, they also skipped the fact that like, as they were making their way from the to the Red Sea, there was a column of of uh, winds that um, led them the way, and it was mm. a it was a cloud in the in the day, and it was literally what we see behind us a column of fire or you know fire tornado uh, at night didn't have happen here. <laughs>
2: That's interesting. Yeah, that does sound very familiar, but I hmm. that
0: that was adapted out. <laughs> Alright, so the original Ten Commandments, like, this moment here is, like, just a feat of godly proportions in the original for 55. This just, like, I think is amazing.
2: Oh, it's stunning. Yeah, it is stunning.
0: I can't say it's equivalent to that, but just what it is is still, like, like, just the weight.
2: Whoa, that shot there. That's some incredible stuff. Wow, that just crazy how great that looks like
0: i know there's the the cover with like moses as like a sarcophagus or not a sarcoph- but as like a not a sphinx but a, like carved like mm-hmm. you know his head is carved um which if this was ever a criterion which i don't think it can be um there's that but then i showed you that image that i found online of somebody who did, you should yeah i hope you can try to put that in the episode proper um because that like, just of Moses, like, in that shot of, like, Spart- parting the seas just needs to be, like, the Criterion uh, cover.
2: Yeah, I could see it.
0: Um, So, should this film be a Criterion in the Criterion collection or no?
2: It uh, could be, could be. <laughs> oh, there's, yeah, there's some Egyptians.
0: Yep. Yeah i'll show you again i think they're going to be pointed out a little bit uh later though so don't worry
2: no i really like that touch that's that's really really cool
0: yeah see that's an adaptation right there
2: oh i always love that the lightning revealing like a whale that's just so cool
0: uh it's a real based off of something that actually is real i don't remember what it is but like yeah it's pretty cool Yeah, it took him a while to get, like, cross... I mean, it's the Red Sea. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. That's a long journey. That'd be just an amazing journey.
0: Yeah, a day and a half or so. Oh, and then you could also, like, criticize here, because he then, like, okay, shouldn't he have, like, kept the Column of Fire going on until they all reached the shore? But no, instead, they're still, like, stuck back there. Then he's like, oh, well, here comes Pharaoh and his goons. Like that's going to make them all panic and they're going to all trip and someone's going to have a heart attack and whatnot. So like, you know, they're going to have to rush out there. Like there's a sense of urgency. Maybe that's the writing. I don't know. But like you can say, God, what the heck?
2: And I don't remember how much of this is actually accurate. I don't really remember what the roles, how what the role to play or what, what role <laughs> the, the peril, the Pharaoh plays in this last section. Uh,
0: pretty sure Pharaoh dies. Spoilers in like the, well, the Bible, <laughs>
2: Yeah, for whatever reason, I can't remember that bit. But but either way, if, if in terms of the god in this movie, I mean, I think it's pretty clear why he did it. Because he's a cruel dude, and he was just just looking for a chance to execute all these guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess, like, leave a power vacuum for somebody else to come and, like, sweep up the Egyptian empire.
2: Yeah, it could be. I mean, why else would he do it? Really, it's just oh, it's uh oh, You know, I didn't think about this, but if I leave open the column, they'll all go in there. Then I can just drown them. Easy pickings.
0: Save for save for Ramses, of course. But yeah,
2: yeah. He only he he only let him live just so that he would know about his failures. Is my assumption?
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs> Again. Great effects,
2: yeah, stellar. You know,
0: that's the thing. Like I was noticing in this when I uh, came back to this film, is that there's not a lot of like dialogue. I guess there's dialogue, of course, but it's not that heavy with dialogue. No, um, compared to some other films of the time, like similar films of the time. I mean, like animated films. Sorry. So it is interesting, and they, like we said, they could have done more with that. But let's be let's be real here. This could honestly be like a series.
2: Yeah, like maybe two movies. Like you could have done the first section.
0: Oh yeah, there were the there were the Egyptians. By the way, I don't know if you saw them, but yeah, they were oh, the, there were No, the, I missed them. Yeah. Dang it. Okay, fair enough. I missed them too. <laughs> it's the last minute.
2: Yeah, you could have. I mean, that's essentially what they do with the other one. It was like a, they they did the first section in Egypt, then the intermission, then the rest of the story.
0: Um I also mean you could almost do like a mini series.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, we we probably wouldn't get this great animation if they did that, but
0: I mean, but it could
2: work, but I think yeah. the story would work better. Absolutely.
0: Do you think hear me out. They could pull a um a Lord of the Rings trilogy with this?
2: Uh perhaps.
0: Or like there's there's three movies instead of two. I mean, maybe you, you probably want two instead.
2: Yeah, I, I can't imagine what need there would be for a third one. Okay. Yeah, I don't think there's nearly as much story here, and in 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 the the Bible itself, it's a fairly quick read.
0: Oh yeah. It's yeah, it's kind of funny that, the fact that like they how much they expanded with this, or well, I guess also what demille did with his film
2: yeah yeah talk about expanding there
0: although to be fair he was getting stuff not just from the bible itself but like books that were written yeah i guess to help with the bible so
2: yeah i think that one was actually based on a book or maybe that's maybe that's been her
0: companion pieces excuse me that's what i meant to say
2: and i do frequently find that to be an issue with trying to adapt bible stories because uh, they're not really written in ways That there's all that much there. There's almost no characters in the Bible.
0: Yeah, that's what I noticed. Is that it was more? This is the character. This is the prophet of the of the of the book, and here's how God's gonna like show, um, his like his not his power, but show his uh show his hand to the um, oh those. Those uh, backstabbing Israelites, or not backstabbing, but those uh, easy to return to the, the the wrong ways, Israelites.
2: Yeah, it feels more like a historical account in a way. Yeah, rather than a narrative.
0: Yeah, almost like an anthology in a way. Yeah, well, not re- not really, but like, well, that's kind of what it is. But
2: this is, I think, a really impactful moment with the music and the image.
0: Yeah, especially if you wonder if things can be different. Like what actually happens is going to be different. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think this is the right way to end it. Um, Especially with, I know, cause 'cause I know the DeMille film actually had him. Well, one Joshua shows up and two. um, They, they eventually do get to the land of milk and honey.
2: No, maybe I don't remember that little end bit.
0: Uh, well, sort of, because it ends with God. No, I think it was because of the, no, yeah, it was because of the 10, because they do the 10 commandments, Mm -hmm. hence the movie's name, of course. (laughs) Um, they do the 10 commandments. And then I think after he brings the 10 command, like the second set of 10 commandments, um, he gets cursed by God to live 40, like, you know, travel 40 years in the desert and then is denied access into the promised land.
2: Yeah. The wonderful finale to this, that would have been, if they had done the TV series, would have seen all that the more, uh, yeah.
0: So literally from birth, like being, being, being sent by his mother, uh, to, you know, be protected from being slaughtered to becoming a prophet, a very important prophet. And then being stubborn and then being denied entry into the Promised Land. And said dying in the desert.
2: Yeah. Yeah, what a wonderful story. You know, what a what a cheery uh, well, maybe I should just get off this.
0: <laughs> that was that was the that was the Exodus version, and I guess also the Ten Commandments version, but
2: Yeah, this one ends on a more yeah, cheery note.
0: Yeah. Which I think was the smart thing to do.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, Nicholas Meyer! What the hey?
2: Oh, a writer or
0: additional additional screenplay material? I'm like Nicholas Meyer. It's like whoa!
2: Oh, that's cool!
0: Holy smokes!
2: A piece of Star Trek fame there.
0: I mean, Patrick Stewart.
2: <laughs> yep, yeah, he brought him. Oh, this guy, uh, Nick. We I met him when I was visiting the set on Wrathicon. Really? No, I would have visited that set.
0: <laughs> Did Meyer do any? tv episodes of tng uh
2: no not that i i don't know
0: or or did he do any oh james avery was one of the initial voices uh did um or did uh nicholas meyer do any of the um next generation movies that's what i meant to ask no yeah fair enough
2: yeah he dropped off after uh six <sighs> fair enough <laughs> smart Oh, but yeah, the Ten Commandments. Uh, I Wait, do. Wait, what? Oops. Uh, <laughs> the Prince of the Commandments of Egypt. <laughs> yes. And Ben Hur. Now, but, but take it away. Take it away. Your final thoughts here. I I feel like I've taken this away from you a little bit. I've just been going off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I think it was good that I gave you the uh, the, the floor to vent in a way. Like I said, uh-huh. it's kind of funny how I was gonna like bring some scripture into this but you're like no 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 no. let's not do that well that's and then you like pretty much crap on christianity for like an hour and a half which i'm like yeah fair enough i guess
2: well not really christian but just the the text overall because again it's not just christian but
0: i guess so yeah
2: but that wasn't quite i said we could you know i was leaving it up to you but (laughs) that's true i guess you chose to avoid it
0: yeah no i mean i basically just took what you said and was like, all right, I won't do it. And I stuck to it. So I'm like, there you go. Um, This does not mean I, you owe me one. That's not true. But like,
2: yeah, again, that's not really what I said, but
0: (laughs) I know exactly. I'm taking your, what you're saying out of context, of course, and molding it around. But um, regardless of that, I still enjoy this film. I will definitely go back to it. I have no problem with that whatsoever, but this film is not for, this is do not market this to kids. This is, this is absolutely inappropriate. Like calling this a kid's film. Like, I think that's that's selling itself a little short
2: yeah i I mean again it sounds like it did appeal to you as a kid I didn't find that it appealed to me I found it yeah a little bit too much it, it was kind of disturbing um I probably saw this probably the year it came out or maybe even 99 I was like what, like five that's it when I saw it it definitely hit me badly and it may have it may have been a contributing factor to my not following my parents religion at the time this movie oh <laughs> uh,
0: I, I i guess one i didn't see either iron giant nor prince of egypt in theaters uh it was v, vhs for me mm-hmm. and uh two i said i was middle of the road for this because oh yes as a kid it was when i was as an adult i appreciate this way more mm. um but sorry, yeah, I was, um, yeah. I'd, I'd recommend this film and form your own opinion on it because, as you can see, there's there's division amongst the leaders, But hey, that's episode two hundred for you.
2: Yeah, and I think overall it is it is a solid um, animated movie, and from especially DreamWorks, who I think, especially in the uh, from the '90s into the 2010s, I think prior that that period is a very rough period of animation i think they have a lot of extremely flawed films um i think this is one of the ones that stands out um as as really unique and definitely feels like an alternative to the disney um renaissance and, and kind of shows what we could have had had we not had the big change in terms of the the cgi takeover i think visually it's just stunning it's just it i feel like there's not enough character or story to carry the full runtime is my real problem and of course I do have the issue of just yeah finding the the whole story in many ways disturbing and off-putting <laughs> oh. in terms of its biblical origins so that that doesn't help it for me this personally.
0: this could have honestly uh, been yeah expanded more um, but for what it is, I enjoy it. I recommend it um I, I keep saying that sorry <laughs> um oh, i had something else i think that dreamworks went in the wrong direction with shrek um hmm. i think they really did i think but there, i think there was a lot of anger behind katzenberg when he wanted to like just lash out at um oh what's that guy's the the former ceo of Michael something of the, the CEO of the nineties. Just, I think he had just such a disdain. Like Shrek was there to just, Oh, there you go. There was the, there were the quotes from like both the, uh, the old yep. Testament for the Jewish uh, individuals, the new Testament, and then the Quran all referencing Moses. Excuse me. Yeah. Um. But anyways, I think DreamWorks definitely went in the wrong direction and should have continued to, uh, use this animation style and yeah, obviously you didn't prefer Eldorado nor um, spirit Spir- spirit, but I'm definitely going to like pick out uh, Sinbad. Cause I remember watching that as a kid, I actually didn't watch Eldorado nor uh, spirit as a kid, but I definitely got to watch Eldorado or sorry, not Eldorado, but uh, Sinbad. And I remember I, w- I want to go back to that cause I haven't been to that one in a long time and of course who can also forget the follow-up to this the direct video um movie of the the prequel joseph king of dreams
2: yeah i've actually never seen that or simbad those are two that i missed
0: i'm not saying we're doing joseph i definitely want to do simbad but joseph is a prequel so the story goes it's joseph and the well it's not joseph and the amazing Technicolor dream code, but it's you <laughs> know the story of Joseph and how... Do you ever wonder how all the Egyptians got to Egypt? (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Um, Uh, Now I will reveal my uh, other thing I had had for this. mm. So I only just came across this last month. I didn't even realize this until, like, again, this year. So Caleb's really, like, been... You know, he's he's like, I wish there was more to this, and there's there's a lot more potential for this, and the, you know, you could actually get a lot more character stuff. So I remember going back a while, but remember how Steven Schwartz uh, and Alan Menken ended up going back and rewriting, not rewriting, but doing a musical version, uh, a theater, excuse me, a theater, a musical theater version of *Hunchback of Notre Dame*.
2: Uh, vaguely, vaguely.
0: I mentioned it to you and Brianna like years ago in one of our like stingers, um, which I'll make you listen to one of these days. Oh
2: yes. Yeah. Mm
0: Well in 2019 or 2020 before the pandemic Schwartz himself went back and got permission to do, to turn Prince of Egypt into a stage play with music.
2: Oh, interesting. Mm.
0: And I have listened to the entire thing twice. Mm. And I got to say, comparing the two, I would highly recommend everybody go and listen to Stephen Schwartz's Prince of Egypt, the musical. However, I have my own issues with it. (laughs) Mm. And that'll be saved for another day. But Caleb, I highly recommend you go do that because I was going to Mentioned to talk about that at some point but i feel as though i'm not gonna say all your frustrations will be answered but i think you'll be pleased that schwartz is aware of some criticisms (laughs) lauded at this film
2: Mm. okay that's good to hear
0: so now keep in mind i only listened to the music of it i didn't like watch a play illegally on youtube so (laughs) i want to do that at some point because i don't think it'll ever come to vancouver Uh, or i don't even know if it's like still in production somewhere but again i'd highly highly recommend you know uh, steven schwartz's prince of egypt the musical
2: no cool yeah no we'll definitely have to discuss that at some point in the future
0: (sighs) and so ladies and those between an affiliate we have come to the end of number 200 (laughs) boy my voice is tired
2: (laughs) mine too it was really breaking in the last bit there
0: yep i figured but i i hope you got your money's worth out of this uh because oh man this was this was certainly memorable i'll say that and i i feel a little more uh str- not strongly but i feel like i'll definitely listen to this one again because it's oh man there's there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot to chew on in this in this commentary yes or this
2: episode oh boy i was not i was not intending it for it to go the way that it did but yeah it just uh Yeah, got away from me there.
0: Eh, You know, it's okay. Like, you had a lot to say and you got it all off your chest or maybe not all of it, but you got most of it off your chest. At least it wasn't me gushing about it for like, you know, an hour.
2: Do you feel like you got off everything that you wanted to say? Is there any straggling kind of bits that you feel like you didn't get to explore? You'd like to leave in here? Eh,
0: like no, I'm pretty much okay with closing the door on this one. I can leave it at that because i think discussion is worth it i all i would have just said was like look at this animation look how beautiful it is and <laughs> why don't we have this anymore um yeah i think i've i think that's pretty much been said Of like <laughs> this is an art film and you know it's funny it actually got i think uh, seven or so n- any nominations and lost i don't know if it's seven but like, really? it got a number of uh more than like three any nominations award nominations excuse me and lost all of them to iron giant (laughs) oh wow so that's kind of funny
2: that is funny Mm -hmm.
0: um that's it for me i i enjoy this film i will still enjoy it uh even despite i acknowledge everything he said and he probably does have a point but i'm still gonna watch this film again
2: (laughs) no that's fair that's fair and thank you very much for another uh picking up p- picking another animated film for our milestone i think that's a fun tradition i wouldn't mind uh continuing that and it was i probably would have never gone back to this so it was it was cool to have an excuse to go back and like, like you said see a piece of what we could have had the animation work is just stunning
0: oh yeah um do you think after this you would reach for it again at some point at a later date
2: uh i reach for the cd <laughs>
0: Yes, I cannot. I cannot like express enough. Like expresses highly that go find the CD to this and buy it and listen to it because I it comes from a high high recommendation for me.
2: Yeah, definitely. And uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's definitely better than ants. You know, DreamWorks. If only they would have stuck with this kind of thing, they would have been looking good. Instead, they went to things like Shark Tale. And in Madagascar. And flushed away. Flushed the whole thing down the toilet, if you ask me.
0: <laughs> uh, don't, don't forget the B-movie.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Talk, talk about a B-movie.
0: And don't forget about Madagascar.
2: Oof. Yeah, I, I saw that in the theater, Madagascar. And I was like, jeez, man. This DreamWorks ever going to get their act together.
0: But anyways, enough of that. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, allowing us to venture into your ears. Uh, your eardrums. Uh, he's in one ear, I'm in the other. And <laughs> till next time, peace. say it again here just to update i don't put our commentary on and then watch the movie alongside of it i have <laughs> yet to do that
2: oh wow even once wow that's surprising
0: yeah, to do it once
2: yeah i've done it with quite a few of them um
0: see he at least has which is smart
2: but i've always done that with podcasts uh, commentaries even i've done it with uh, with uh, the <laughs> when captain logan did his batman thing uh, his like seven days of Batman commentary. Uh, 80, 80,
0: 89, 89. Sorry. Yeah, Batman 89 in context.
2: <laughs> yeah. I've done it with every single one of those. Um, and I've done it with his geek fusion theater one, probably like six times. I've watched that there movie. With the... But that's a movie that I could watch anytime any time. And just having caps commentary play over it. Just, in it, especially when they're doing the voices. Oh, it just, it's just so fun. I just can't stop listening to that. <laughs> Do you have,
0: when you, when you watch it with the theater, uh do you have the movie on mute or yep. do you have it going on? okay I, I assume you'd have to
2: and i have the yeah wearing my bluetooth headphones so you know if i want to get up and get a drink or something i can still have it playing
0: yeah there you go because you're pretty much just playing the movie in your head
2: yeah yeah because i know it so well but <laughs> but it's funny because sometimes the, their voices will match up with the you know the people like speaking in the movie and it'll be like the person will be speaking but their voices will come out so some of that stuff is is super fun but for uh, a number of our godzilla ones i have uh, already listened to the movie or listened to the commentary while watching the movie
0: i think honestly yeah with some of the godzilla ones the the more uh humorous ver- uh, entries in that series in that whole franchise i'll probably try that
2: yeah godzilla versus megalon works really well and um final wars works well too interesting and uh and I think, and this is sad for the episode itself, but I don't think that our first episode, uh, Over the Throated Monster, I I don't feel like it works on its own, but when you're watching it with the, the movie itself, it actually works quite well. And it made it suffer after I watched it with the, the commentary. So I was like, oh, wow, it actually works really well here. And then when I listened to it again, I was like, oh, no, it does not work nearly as well without the movie playing.
0: Oh, I see. Okay. I mean, if... If you want to like put that one back in the randomizer, like
2: I've been considering it. Yeah. yeah
0: that's, that's something I, I get why you would, because yeesh, that's an early one. Final Wars is so Not final word. Final Wars is near there as well. Even yeah. 84 might also be that. I, I gone back to some of those when I was present in your, in your house or your apartment, excuse me. And yeah i can get a bit loud <sighs> Even i'm just like embarrassed i'm like okay i was a little loud and also a little arrogant ignorant and whatnot so whoops
2: yeah i think the problem with uh, probably within our f- first 20 episodes there are a number of ones where we just because now if we we realize that we're not talking we just say anything to kind of fill space <laughs> or try to pick up on something but those those first 20 Sometimes we would just sit there, not know what to say, and just watch the movie for long stretches of
0: time. I mean, for me, I'll say, like, inexperience and not knowing what to say. Yes,
2: exactly. Me too.
0: And feeling awkward to say it as well. Now I'm just like, I got to think of something and think of it fast.
2: Yeah, that's why when you say we've definitely improved from our, even our 2020 time, comparing to those, like, 2019, yeah, we've... Oh, man. big, Big jump, I would say
0: um i think the other thing is that the fact that i'm here at home i have to be a little more restrained mm. because mm. there's three other people inside the house and so i can't be yelling like all the time like i need to you know be, be a little more relaxed even though i still somehow get animated
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so funny during our uh because i've been editing our revenge of the sith episode that's coming out next monday
0: oh boy oh. and at
2: one point sean was like uh like and we when we get to the end we hear no and he screams like as loud as he can and i was just like oh my god now <laughs> singing about his his poor husband in the other room <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah tom what the hey like poor tom and his cats <laughs>